0: Cook charges, Ingrid Knights and Trophies for Thompson, Brads Hats Renew.
1: Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Uh, I am back from playing golf and you are back from a quite damp weekend at Brands.
0: Still had a better weekend than you though.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's not talk about that. Well, let's I talk about know. the racing.
0: <laughs> you got double your money's worth.
1: Well, yeah. Um, it's fair was it st- a below
0: par performance or an above par performance?
1: Very above par and that's not the point of golf. But no, yeah. no, but Oh well. It was a nice weekend away. How How wet did you get?
0: I mean, it started raining about ten, and then that was it for the day. It, it wasn't constant, but it was that horrible. For most of the day, it was that horrible middle ground of it's kind of raining, either rain or don't rain. Don't do this little drizzly, drizzly, yeah. teasing, tantalising water act. But and then at race three for the touring cars, and then the Porsche, it, it yeah it rained. I've never seen the Porsches in su- race <laughs> in such wet weather before.
1: Yeah, you said you watched the final touring car race from uh, pit straight.
0: Yeah. I couldn't see the Porsches come past. I, hear, I heard them. <laughs> heard them and I saw the spray. Um, but you'd have thought they were shooting for the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It was just, yeah, it was crazy wet.
1: Oh dear. So, have you dried off yet?
0: Yes. Are you, are you warmer? Yes, we've had a heatwave this week. It's yes. bloody humid. It's <laughs> really, really weird weather, isn't yeah, it? It is horrible. And storms on the way, apparently. So, if there's any thunder in the background, we're not rehearsing for Frankenstein or anything like that. It is just the... Thunder in the fens. That's a tongue twister.
1: It is, yes. Anyway, all the uh, entertainment sort of like started on the Saturday with the qualifying, um, which was also in changeable conditions, wasn't it? Was it? Was it? I can't no. remember. That no, was oh. dry, you Oh, yeah. It was really sunny from the blimp.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: sorry. Hence why BMW got one, two, three. Are you right? There's <laughs> a golf week on the head. <laughs> yes, it's been a long weekend. It's yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it now.
0: Qualifying report. So in a famously dry session, uh, which had soaring sunshine and indeed the blimp in uh, attendance, Sam, what happened in qualifying?
1: Well, it was a first for something. A first for WSR as a 1-2-3. BMW absolutely dominated this session. Um, In fact, 1-2-3-4, because Morgan finished fourth, didn't he? And Gamble was not far off in the other BMW um it seems as if (laughs) it seems as if having that 15 seconds of hybrids around brands doesn't really matter too much whether you've got all of it or some of it or, or, or whatever really um because as long as you've got a rear wheel
0: drive bmw you'll be quick in the dry yeah and it's come as no surprise that some of the cars have had boost alterations post this weekend, I believe. Oh uh,
1: really? What yeah. surprise?
0: Yeah, it's yeah. The BMW we always expect to be strong. Uh, it's difficult. It is difficult because on the one hand, the top ten is still covered by what half a second, less than half a second. Yeah, actually.
1: just over a, a quarter of a second. So it it was much much closer than it was at Donington, which I kind of expected, being yeah. such a short track. Um, and actually, one second covered twenty-five drivers, um, and the four were outside of that, we'd sort of either expect to be outside that or had issues. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there there were a few standouts in the session for me. Um, Ash Hand up in thirteenth did a very good job. He was only just over three tenths off pole. Um, and Kreese at one point went to the top of the times, yeah, and I thought, oh, hang on, because he looked quick in practice yeah. as well. Yeah, home um, circuit. Yeah, very much so. Um but the the best front wheel drive driver was Josh Cook who ended up fifth. Um but even between him and Morgan there was still nearly
0: half a tenth. Yeah, you got which is give, a big gap in uh, touring cars. And you got to give Colin credit. He did four laps that were good enough for pole. I yep. mean, you know, it, it's a very good performance. It's slightly depressing I think to see four BMWs in a row because you know it, they often do dominate and it becomes a little bit boring, but you don't win any points on the Saturday. I mean, you, you, you can win one for, 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 for pole, Brilliant. just strictly speaking. Okay, so that, that, okay, I, <laughs> I, I re, I, that case, you're absolutely right. Concept will win. Breaking news Turton <laughs> is the 2022 British Joint Car Champion based on a pole position.
1: You heard it here first. Um, Tom Ingram, though, went into the session having no hybrid at all because he was championship leader um, and he managed to fairly.
0: Pull it out the bag and land in six. This is a complicated system. Didn't, didn't it get complicated? It is a little, yeah. It reminds me of when VAR was first introduced into football. Nobody really knows how it works. It's just there. Do you think it works
1: better or worse than the ballast system?
0: For qualifying, this is. Not for races, just for qualifying. Uh, I want to see yeah, a track that's not Brands Hatch. Because okay. Brands Hatch is such a quick track anyway. I don't really... and you've seen there of um, Ingram, I don't think it really makes much of a difference here to be honest with you we saw it in the racing as well yep. I don't think it makes much of a difference here I think what you're going to see it make a difference is is anybody going to be brave enough to put it on through church at Froxton in a couple of weeks time <laughs> I'm thinking about the long straights at Croft sunny in sunny out corners etc those are the places the uh, drag up and beyond the hairpin at Alton Park those are the places where I think it's going to make a difference Yeah, here I'm not convinced it does uh, the only thing that perhaps it does at brands is that if you get a bad exit out of clearways you can perhaps con- um counteract that slightly by the fact you can then put the hybrid system on to, you know, head that off a little bit. But.
1: Uh a home team who wasn't having such a great outing in qualifying were Motorbase. Dan Camish finished highest in eighth, um, much improved on last yeah, weekend. It is or like last Dan time out's yeah. fire. Um, but Ash Sutton was all the way down in eighteenth, Sam Osborne was twenty first, and Ollie
0: Jackson was twenty third. They've got chassis problems. Yes. It seems that the hybrid system is creating chassis issues when it comes to race trim, which is amazing, considering how many laps they ran in practice and didn't have a problem. It is amazing how these problems present themselves. But are they only now realising these problems because everyone else was
1: hanging back a bit or doing different testing programmes, and the pace that they were able to show through
0: that wasn't actually representative to what the rest of the field were doing? There's always a part of that, but I can't believe the drivers didn't go, hang on, like... Mm. it doesn't feel right particularly you've got two drivers like Camish and uh, Sutton who you are pretty good yep. at setting up cars and knowing when something's not right and of course Sutton's got BMR backing yep. which have managed to make a Subaru barge look competitive and <laughs> a Infiniti which now does not look like it's going to be going to Infinity and beyond any future
1: no certainly not um, they they definitely struggled this weekend. Dex Patterson actually outqualified Moffat up in fifteenth. He's uh, doing a Moffat. really
0: good job considering. I mean, yeah, having been there on the Sunday, jumping ahead a little bit. But that car is a dog. It looks, <laughs> it looks so unpredictable from yeah. where I stood. I, 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 I can't remember seeing them being able, able to take the same line through the corner at the same time. When they tried to overtake, you know, the car seemed to slide up from underneath them. It looks a real handful from my very, you know uneducated eyes on the sidelines it just didn't look at all you, you expect a lot of squaring from the bmws in the rain it's real you know they've always done that yeah whereas sutton has made a mockery if you can't drive a real drive car in the rain mm. on multiple Nobody occasions has and it so, on rails doesn't he so is moffat to be fair let's not forget that race at um knock, Hill. knock, knock Hill and at silverstone yeah yeah you know, he's not mm. you know he's not a fool at driving it in the rain so I, I think they've got big problems there personally
1: could it be, rather than obviously having had the BMR team leave, could it be more of a case of what we're seeing at Motorbase with them struggling
0: with the chassis and the hybrid setup? Yeah, quite possibly. That's yeah, quite possibly a part of it. Uh, yeah, I'm not having a go because I think he's doing really well, but I think it's also difficult when you've got a rookie driver in his first season because mm. it's a hell of a lot to learn.
1: Yeah. Um, Jason Plato, not his best qualifying session. Not his best um, weekend. Considering... Cook was all the way up in 5th, Jason was down in 22nd, and Jade was down in 25th. Yeah, it's not the Jason we're used to seeing from 6, 7 years ago, <laughs> up
0: to 10 years ago probably. The problem is that because he's announced that he's leaving at the end of the season, he's almost set himself a little deadline, he's got a lot to learn in a short period of time. If he hooks it up, he's got a chance, but it's a long... Yeah, the season sounds long, but it's not that long at all to learn this car. And I've got a feeling he's going to finish the season going, Do you know what? I understand this car now. I actually want a season where I understand it and yep. have one more one last season because, I, <laughs> you know, because this has been a learning season.
1: I, I could quite honestly see that happening yeah. if, as we said in previous podcasts, if he doesn't reach his mental goals that he's got maybe that hundred wins or, or whatever. Yeah, I think we could quite easily see him come
0: back. Whether there will actually be a seat for him is another question. I think with the sponsorship he brings. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that Adrian Flux and Rich Energy were not on BTC cars last year. No. And they are very much on BTC cars this year.
1: Yes, very much. Um, completely plastered across them.
0: And actually, to be fair, they look better live than I thought they were going to. Oh, okay. I slightly, re- I, I still preferred the more minimalistic approach to Donington, but it wasn't as gauche as I feared.
1: Um, Having a look at the Corollas in qualifying now uh, Butcher finished 9th Just inside the top 10 Just over again Quarter of a second off pole And Ricky Collard was up in 14th Showing some of the pace that we sort of saw from Donington Um, Although Collard didn't go on to capitalise this
0: weekend Butcher had a much better weekend though He did And I think that's probably a good segue To go into looking at the races Yeah Race 1
1: Heading into race one on Sunday then, and it looked as if all the drivers would be starting on wets, but that wasn't quite the case, was it? No, and
0: actually, I'm amazed more drivers didn't start on slicks. <laughs> so am because I. Because the track was dry. Paddock Hill going up towards Druids, it was dry. When,
1: that- I, when I got the message from you um, mid-round, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, I was like, okay, so
0: some, some more people at the back surely must gamble. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I thought, looked at the grid and thought, okay, so Sutton. Yeah, he's got to improve on where he is and so maybe stick to the status quo. Okay, fine. If you're Jason Plato down in seventeenth, yeah. Oh, sorry, not down. In 17th. Yeah, twenty-first, 21st, twenty-first. 21st, I mean, sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, surely you've got to go for it. Not, ju- I'm not just picking Plato. Well, there's plenty down there that could have done it. But I'm just thinking that somebody like him, surely, it's worth a go. Or an Alan Taylor Smith or somebody. Was it not worth a go? Ollie
1: Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Those, those kinds of people who you think. What have they really got to lose?
0: I'm sure Ingram wanted to go on slicks, but the team probably talks him out of it. We know what Ingram's like with slick tyres.
1: Did you Did you see his track um
0: uh, interview. walk interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, where he was being so sarcastic with his interviews this weekend. Yeah, and going on to slicks and stuff like that.
0: Although, in fairness, in the warm up lap, Butcher did slide <coughs> off on his slicks, which yes,
1: uh, and did. actually,
0: the second sector of the track looked a lot wetter than when I was at the first sector. Yeah. And to be I said to um partner who I went with this weekend that it did look like it was raining harder that end of the circuit than yeah. our end of the circuit. So but I am amazed that I mean if you're if you're somebody like Hamilton, Parfit even something like Aaron Taylor Smith, you're not gonna get a chance to get into top ten that often. No. Maybe a bit less so for Taylor Smith or more so taylor Smith or Boutel or something like that. Yeah. Give it a go. What have you got to lose? I was, I was just quite surprised. That yeah, that, especially you know. if most
1: of the grid obviously starting on wets, they're going to lift the water nice and quickly, yep. um, try and get as much heat into their tyres as possible and come sort of like midway through the race, people were searching for those wet areas yeah, to try and keep the tyres uh, intact. Something which um,
0: Stephen Jelly didn't do very well. No, the f- the fade on Jelly was quite was sublime, to extensive, be Extensive, wasn't yeah. it? And it happened so
1: much quicker than both
0: Hill and Turkington, who were both looking wiggly, shall we I say? I think a lot depends on what the setup was. Did Jelly go full wet tyres, full wet setup? Because I think Ingram hinted that his team were going wet tyres, dry setup. Yeah. And did, did Jelly go full wet? Because if he did go full wet as the track dried and the race wore on and he faded, that would make perfect sense. And that would also make sense why somebody like Ingram got strong as the race mm. went on, even though he was on wet tyres that were. And Cook, to be fair, as well. We don't know what setup he was on, but he yeah. looked completely untroubled throughout the race. But, yeah, the fade on Jelly was incredible. Turkington faded quite significantly as well. Um, he
1: faded quickly towards the end, didn't he? Yeah, he, he? did. Um, he, he managed to help hold his own quite well um, until Cook managed to get past him, and then he dropped back sort of like three, four positions in a lap. Yeah. Um, and then was ma- able to hold station, pretty much, but that was because of the amount of gap that they'd already built up. Now we mentioned that Butcher obviously started on the dry tyres um, and had that little incident on the uh, formation lap,
0: it didn't look like a good choice in the first opening laps did it? No, he slid off at clearways in the opening couple of laps as well, went across the grass at one point, just didn't look to be right, however, when that crossover period came about half through the race, I mean you saw it on the television, you saw it live, he was electric
1: he went from being sort of like a second and a half off the pace of the front runners to being three, nearly four seconds yeah. quicker, yeah. Um, and absolutely blasting through the field. I think on one lap he overtook six or seven yeah. cars. The
0: thing is, that he had so much more grip coming out of the corners like clearways mm. where you need to carry the speed, and he was just absolutely was just through. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm sure people on the radio are saying, "Look, let him through. It's not our fight. You know, yeah. you're not going to hold him back. Don't be a hero. Just let him through, etc." But yeah, I think if the rain had, or if the tyres had come in two laps, a lap and a half earlier, I think he'd have won the race.
1: It would have been close. He, he finished the race ten seconds off of the lead. So when I mean, you sort of like work that out, maybe three, yeah, three but don't, laps. Don't
0: forget that Cook, Ingram, and Camish were semi-squabbling with themselves as well. Yeah. So they weren't. I, I don't think you need a lap long. I think maybe two laps you needed. Two yeah. more laps, I think, Just of, because they, he was only getting quicker.
1: Yeah. Certainly. Of the uh, four BMWs that started up the front, they did, three of them managed to finish fourth, fifth and sixth. Obviously, Turkington having led a lap as well. Butcher on those dry tyres, of course, set fastest lap. Yep. Give him that extra point for that. Um, but George Gamble managed to slip all the way down to 14th. Yeah, I
0: yeah. think that's just inexperience in the car in these conditions. And BMWs don't go under well the rain. We know this. Yeah, we know this. Um, what was interesting is that uh, Turkington and Hill went side by side through... Uh, Paddock Hill Bend at the start of the race, particularly as they had been given a talking to by uh, Dick Bennett to say that they they should not be racing too hard. There's a (laughs) misunderstanding at Donington of of what the rules (laughs) engagement were. I was
1: going to say, it was really badly coded, that little interview that he gave, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, okay, so he hasn't followed the orders that he was meant to follow. That's because he's a racer. And good
0: for him, because he's not fully WSR driver. He is the... The driver with WSR yeah and he'll wants a title and he's in a car that can deliver him a title so absolutely he should be going side by side with Colin and to be fair at um, Brands Hatch and indeed at Donington nothing was done out of line they, no, they race hard all. and fair yeah okay they both lost a place to Ingram at Donington that's racing that's touring cars yeah you shouldn't be trying to manufacture results it's not quite like F1 where you know you get one car 30 seconds off another car and you need to get past them to try and close the gap, you know, mm. they're all racing in a very yeah. tight space. It's touring cars, it happens, that's the whole point.
1: Very much so. Um, the two Vauxhall Astros which were looking quick in qualifying um, managed to have a really solid race one, finishing 11th and 12th um, and
0: were looking fairly racy at times as well. Yeah, it was a good, good opening gambit for the pair of them, particularly ash who's obviously new to the series and new to the machinery. Craese has obviously been away for a year, so yeah, it was it was a good start for them. Uh, we mentioned that Cook took the lead of turton Just just want to put a word on how beautiful the move it was, how mm. well structured it was. Waited for a couple of laps, saw where turton was weak coming out of clearways. Yeah. Positioned the car perfectly on the inside to, to drag himself through and then a fairly late move into Paddock Hill Bend down the inside. There
1: are a couple of later mm. moves into Paddock and I'm wondering whether that's because of the resurfacing that's been done. There's yeah. a little more grip, grip when you're trying to trying to break into there. Um, and on the same at Graham Hill where they resurfaced as well drivers were saying they've got a lot more grip this
0: year and I noticed
1: in qualifying how much
0: kerb they were taking yep. on the inside of Graham Hill and of course generally in a front wheel drive car you can brake that bit later you brake early in the rear drive but get the traction out you brake yep. later in the front wheel drive and struggle a little bit with the traction out So, but no, it was a very very well worked move very fair move and Turkin to be fair to him did give racing room back which is always nice to see
1: yeah, you mentioned that Ingram and Kamish also made their way through. They were fairly clever in their moves. They were very patient about yeah. them, or waiting for people to either make mistakes or or leave those openings that they could just um, just benefit from. Really, it was of clever mistake. racing.
0: Yeah. So mistakes being Jake Hill ditching it in the paddock Hill gravel, for example. Yeah, he had a, a little excursion running wide, didn't he? Yeah, and that's enough to lose the time, and Ingram nip past with, with ease. That's probably the easiest overtake he'll ever do.
1: I, I think Kamish said that it just had to be that sort of like five, ten centimetres line. you're onto that really slippery stuff which is I think what happens to a hill yep. and you just run wide
0: and you lose all your momentum. Absolutely. But yeah, it was, a, it was a tricky race. It was a difficult uh you know, setting for to racing. Sutton did pretty well carving his way through the field from eighteenth to ninth, so good progress made by him. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums up where we are for race that one. That
1: does. Just to clarify the finishing order from race one, uh, Josh Cook took the win from Tom Ingram and Dan Camish. The three BMWs of Jake Hill, Colin Turketon and Adam Morgan came next. Roy Butcher, as we said, with fastest lap in seventh, followed by Shedden, Sutton and Rowe Bottoms complete the top ten. And then Ash Hand, Michael Creese, Tom Chilton, George Gamble and finally Dan Lloyd. And we'll move on to race two.
0: Race two. Race two was a strange one because, from where I was sat, it seemed drier than race one. Right. Yeah, everybody went wet tyres.
1: Yes, Have and there had t- been significant rain
0: between the two. There races? had been a fair bit of rain between, and to be fair, it was justified because the rain did harden as the race went on. So yeah. it was it was justified. But I'm just amazed nobody took a gamble. I really am. I know Brands Brands is quite a quick track as well, so. If that window comes in, you don't need as many laps to get the passes done, because it's quite a short, quick, fast lap anyway. Yeah. And you're going to be four or five t- uh, seconds quicker around a very fast-paced track mm. with lots of easy overtaking places. Yeah. I'm just amazed that no one took a gamble. But they didn't all wets up, and there was action straight from the word go.
1: There certainly was. Um, pretty much just over the start line, as everyone kicked off, Um they all got together, about five into one in sort of like the midfield area. That all seemed to be caused uh, by Tom Chilton going into was it Robottom? Uh, no, I ro- think,
0: I think he went into the PMR cars, which then span tagged Robottom, sent Crease into the oh, wall heavily as well, heavily to damage the roll cage. Yeah, uh, managed to rip the entire front off Crease's car as well. Put Ash Hand out there and then put Robottom out there and then flipped up uh, Moffat's... Moffat's Bonnet, yeah. and Patterson was also collected as well, collected some damage during that. And
1: then quite unjustly, Tom Chilton came out of it with no damage at all, despite initiating the first
0: point of contact, we believe. Yeah, there's some footage going around on various social media of the um, incident, which wasn't picked up particularly well by the cameras. Quick words on the cameras, they weren't great this weekend, were they for a camera? They
1: no, they weren't. They they seemed to cut away from the action when it was just about to happen, or you could see stuff changing on the timing tower on the side of the screen, and you were thinking, well, why are you not showing us this? You're showing two cars following each other. They're not going to be making a move on each other because they're not close enough, whereas yeah. other things is ha- are happening down the field. A lot of it seemed to be concentrated on the front end of the field
0: as well. Yeah, which is understandable, and to be fair, was, uh, in fairness, it was chaotic there's lots going on yes. so then the second they started looking at one incident another incident began because that's touring cars in the way but yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah. from the footage going around it doesn't look particularly good from children's point of view yeah a bit of first corner hero heroics that didn't necessarily need to be made perhaps
1: yeah um i think that's always a risk especially at brands you want to try and get the best start and I think starts are fairly uneven at Brands because of the slope of the circuit and obviously the difference between front and rear-wheel drive cars.
0: I was amazed they'd bring out a safety car, though, I have to say. Even to sweep the debris, because there was a lot of debris down. There
1: was a lot of debris, but everyone was able to
0: recover their cars to the, um, to the pits. See, this is where, for me, a VSC would make so much sense in touring cars. Possibly. Possibly. Marshall, quick out of the broom, everyone's happy.
1: Dare I say, Brands is probably the worst place to have that. Brands Indy.
0: Yeah, because it is so short. Yeah. I get that, but I'm I'm talking wider issue. that yes, you know, yes, You've know you got a start, and finish line, instant. You can bring up the VSC straight away. Okay, not a brand's, but any of a track, by the time they get round there again, it could have been swept safely.
1: Um, Jake Hill managed to have a pretty good start from the front, actually. What, um, a real drive car? Who knew? Yeah, who knew? Um, and he made the most of Kamish having bogged down off the line. Uh, Kamish was then in battling with Rory Butcher, who was... Forceful, shall we say, in this race, he was Roy Butcher. He was Roy Butcher. He he was making some really good moves and also some
0: silly moves as well. He got a little bit aggressive with, with particularly gamble, I think. Which, yeah, yeah, wasn't particularly great.
1: No, it wasn't nice to see. Um, both of those two had seen off the attentions of Tom Ingram, and then sort of like completed a, a trio at the front who were battling but not really making moves on each other um, it all quietened down quite a lot I thought um, Yeah, I thought race
0: two was a bit subdued yeah I think it was Yeah, trying to get home safely trying to ensure that there are no incidents obviously we'd lost Adam Morgan at the start unable to take the uh, the beginning of the race due to an issue of the car uh, mm. gearbox problems I believe on the way to the grid Yeah. Just catch him out um,
1: and then t- sort of like towards the end of the race it was one big mistake that kind of decided it all uh, which was as those front three were battling, um, Hill I think looked like it locked the rears going up into Druids, certainly no contact from Cook in front of him or Kamish behind no, 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 him no, no. Um, and then managed to spin out towards the outside of the circuit and therefore wanted to uh, rejoin rather sharpish uh, in front of Ingram and Sutton, which there have been murmurings of people not being happy about it.
0: I'm not happy about it. Okay, go on then. Uh, Because, yeah, you, you, if you're going to rejoin a racetrack, you've got to do it safely. There was an incident in the Porsches where one went off a of Graham Hill bend and literally had to wait for the field to come past him. You can't just okay. force yourself back on the circuit because you're annoyed at yourself for making a mistake. Yeah. And the thing about this one is that he had time to get back on the circuit... Without causing an incident, if he didn't then spin again, so he came onto the circuit, spanned back the other way.
1: Yep, to the inside of the circuit.
0: And then he had to turn himself around again, and this meant that Ingram and Sutton, well, Ingram had to take evasive action, which, he cost, him place, on, yeah, which po- cost him. Had to on, Which cost him a place of Sutton. Yep. The yellow flags weren't out because the incident had just happened, mm. so I don't think Sutton overtook under yellow flags. To be fair to him.
1: No, and I mean, if you're taking avoiding action to. Get out of the way of a car breaking, sort right, of like in emergency in front of you. Then, yeah, that that's gonna happen as you go through an incident zone. Um, effectively, they both got caught up in that second part of the incident. So I don't think there's any issues of overtaking under
0: yellow flags or anything like that. No, I quite agree. It, it just wasn't a good look for me for Hill. No. And as someone, I like Hill, and you've you've heard my. I've eaten so much pie I've had to go to the gym about Jake Hill, but it's these little errors and these little almost red mist moments that, for me, just hold him back from being that elite level driver.
1: Yeah, so because of that error, um, Butcher inherited the third place um, with Camish up to second and then, obviously, Ash Sutton had made his way past Ingram um, and... Hill then lost another position slightly later in the lap as well, didn't he, to finish I think seventh overall in the race. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's those little things that he's gonna need to cut out if he wants to be a, a serious title contender.
0: I was gonna say Turkin doesn't make those kind of errors, but he did last year knock Hill, so yeah. at yeah. uh, Donington. Oh yeah.
1: You remember that one? Yeah. You like that one, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, the, the main part of that race was
0: Subdued. Yeah, say it, it wasn't Not classic. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes and no. There was a lot of little battles, little you know fights going along for up and down the field, and of course it was on ITV, and I think it was a fairly good ITV one. Of course, it was a fairly good introduction to touring cars. It seems to have worked. It looks like they got potentially, Mega numbers, but a yeah, bit potentially
1: double the viewership. I, yeah. I heard um, yeah. when they switched over to ITV, which will be brilliant for the Series mm-hmm. and possibly for us,
0: um, but we shall see. I'd, I'd be very interested to see who then followed it back onto ITV4 at yes. the close. But obviously, races two and three were on ITV1, yeah, so they might not have switched over for the Porsches. I'd be interested to see if they do that stunt again. Perhaps don't pick Fuxton, uh, but I'd be interested to see, particularly if they do a season finale like that. I mean, oh, yeah, because generally we go to the final rounds of the season, yeah. I can't, I actually can't remember the last time it was decided before the final rounds, no. Okay. A long time ago. Yeah, I honestly can't remember. So, doing that on the final round of the season would be quite good for me, in my opinion, I think, because, yeah, if you're going to get those viewing figures in here on what is a season opener, imagine what you could get on a season closer.
1: Mm, Very much so. So, then, just to go through the final standings for that race, Josh Cook took out
0: a second win of the season.
1: Um, The first double we see see this season, and I think it will be the first of a few... Um, especially with the hybrids and how it's working itself out, I think drivers are going to be able to hold on to that race wheel in race two mm-hmm. from race one
0: more easily this year. And it sucks the next time out, which he yes. loves. I'm already going to go for a treble win, I think.
1: <laughs> okay, then. Uh, Dan Camish managed to finish second with Rory Butcher benefiting from that hill spin to finish third, uh, followed by Ash Sutton and Tom Ingram Shedden, who was the driver that got past hill again on the final lap. Uh, Dan Lloyd managed to finish a uh, very stable eighth. Yeah, good effort. Um, and also George Gamble in ninth, just ahead of Turkington, who didn't have
0: the best race, really. car didn't work, the setup didn't work. Just, no. Just didn't get on it at all, Al- really. Almost went the wrong way. Yeah, just... He had a very good battle with uh, Sutton for a while before Sutton got past and went up the road. But, yeah, it was... We'd expect him to be in the rain, really. We know the car doesn't go on well in the rain. Yeah. I can't remember Colin in anything other than a real drive car so I can't remember how he goes in the rain himself but it it is the weakness it's the nemesis to the Brevarian machines
1: Bobby Thompson got a very well deserved 11th followed by Tom Chilton after the uh, instance early in the race Jason Plato managed to recover all the way up to 13th Ollie Jackson managed to get into the points with the Apex racing Beavis Morgan uh, and Jade Edwards managed to get her first points of the season with a very solid drive.
0: Comfortably as well. Yes, very comfortably. She raced really, really really nicely in that race.
1: Four, just over four seconds ahead of yep. Aaron Taylor-Smith in 16th. So, she raced
0: really well all weekend and this was a really good moment for her uh, and the sport, which is excellent to see.
1: Jelly, 18th. Yeah. Did nothing again.
0: Well, yes and no. He went forward a little bit, didn't he? Oh, I mean, a couple of positions, faces, but...
1: The amount of people that went off
0: the road in front of him—you'd, you'd have expected yeah.
1: him to make up more positions.
0: Yeah. That. BMW in the rain, set up wrong. Yep, it's what we see. Before race three, Zach Brown was the—I'd forgotten he had a touring car team. Yeah, so did I. I completely—I thought me, honestly Rob Holland, and it wasn't. It was no. before that, um, but I completely forgotten that he'd made a touring car venture. And he didn't completely rule out a touring car return in the future, which would be no, he didn't interesting to see.
1: <laughs> but the way that McLaren are getting into things, they're in so many different competitions now. They're in obviously F one, they're in IndyCar, yep. they are in the Formula, Formula e. e, and they're in uh, Extreme E. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we will see a P-P-P- no. M- we're not gonna
0: no. see a P one <laughs> <laughs> but they might go into GTS. Yeah. But again, it'd be cool if he did come back to touring because I've got a lot of time for that, Brown I, I think he's having watched Drive Survive and he's wh- a cool character isn't he he's just he loves racing yeah. he loves motorsport very which is so. very good to see he caused a madness by pulling out ball number 12 uh, which helps Colin Turkington towards the front of the grid
1: yeah and put Tom Chilton on pole uh, for race 3 which we'll get into next race 2 Moving on to the final race of the weekend
0: then, and what was by a long way probably the wettest of the oh, weekend of the three. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised nobody went on slicks on this one. It was so wet we got our first safety cars of the weekend for the Touring cars. Yes, we did. Amazing it took this long.
1: Um, yeah, it was, it was a fairly even start at the front, apart from Jake Hill, who got a lightning start. A rocket start, some yeah, would say. Yeah, I might just put that into my predictions for... Commentator Bingo every week because I think they're going to make it every week that comment.
0: I can't wait for Hill to sue us when everybody stalls
1: now for you <laughs> jinxing him. Um, but yeah, it was uh, an interesting start, which then obviously brought out a safety car because Jason Plato lost well
0: lost the ability to to, to do anything. He did the white right line.
1: Yeah, he um, went up into Druids and kept on going. Yeah,
0: he hit the white right line and kept going and um, couldn't stop the car. In fairness, it was wet, but it's a fairly rookie error for someone who is not a rookie.
1: It almost looked like yes, he'd locked up and stuff, but then he didn't pump the brakes to try and come off and roll off of them and roll round. Yeah, I
0: think you get the aeroplane involved as well. It's difficult in the wet. And fair on social media, he's put his hands up and gone, yeah, he 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 messed it up. It is what it is. Move on.
1: He wasn't the only one though. Uh, Butcher also ran wide, um, going up to Druids, but more towards the exit of the corner.
0: Yeah, as you say, a couple of laps behind the safety car and then Turkerton finally got past Tom Chilton on the restart. Uh, to be fair to him, look, he, this was a fantastic move. Found the wetter line coming out of clearways. I remember Sutton drove that last year in the wet, uh, in the finale. rear wheel drive cars love it coming out yeah. on that line. Yep. Yeah, so a wider exit and then got around the outside of um, Chilton, com- completed the move into Paddock. Oh, to be fair, it was done some time before Paddock.
1: Quite honestly, and, and Jake Hill made
0: that, a similar move later on in the race yeah who could have seen that coming you know you've lost one position that way why on earth would another one go strange
1: it is like the BMW's had another gear yes coming out of that corner um, and no, none of the front wheel drive cars went wide no uh, no, they tried to hug that inside line, whereas the rear-wheel drives just carried the momentum around the outside and were still able to get the uh, power down. I wonder
0: of us, because it was a wetter line and they needed to keep the tyres cooler because we've seen the problems they've had in the other two races, to be fair. Mm. So, yeah, as I say, that that put Turkin into the lead. Chilton then got passed by uh, rocket, Jake's rocket ship a couple of laps later in basically a cut-and-paste manoeuvre. And then everyone else filed their way
1: past Chilton, didn't they? <laughs> He um, yeah. fell quite dramatically through the field, almost
0: like jelly in race one. Yeah. Um, he just didn't seem to have any defence at, at all. No, he did pick up a puncture, though at what point, I, I think a lot of damage had already been done by the point the puncture was picked up. Yep. And he would then pit, and then he'd come out of the pit and lose it, for on his own for no real apparent reason. Well,
1: so in commentary, they think that he was on slicks, which would have amazed me in those conditions. I couldn't see from where
0: I was. But he absolutely buried it in the gravel at awesome Clearways. Yeah, I could do an Arsene awesome Wenger impression if you'd like, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't see it from my vantage point. But yeah, he buried it, which pulled out the safety car again, mm-hmm. which basically finished the race because.
1: Yeah, that that was about, what, seven, seven, eight laps from home. They were under it for a couple
0: of laps. But yeah,
1: yeah it, it neutralised everything and um, really probably helped out Thompson in Cupra.
0: Yeah, though Thompson had already made... He got himself back up to third by this point. He, to be fair to him, made a fantastic couple of moves... Because he got mugged off the start... Yeah. Uh, as you'd expect with the rocket ships of the BMWs around him. But he stuck at it. He made a couple of really nice moves to keep himself there. And, what uh, I was quite pleased by... Although he got mugged by both the BMWs off the line... He actually fought back into turn one yeah because we saw at donington he started on the front row and by the end of the first lap of the race three and by the end of the first lap he was not on the front row yeah he'd fallen back a way quite down. away and this time he really did sort of give it a hell of a go and he got his rewards his first of a podium won't be eligible for the jack sears next year now no. um no better win it this year then yeah well he's <laughs> got a gamble to fight for Also, of course won't be eligible for for it next year um and of course another podium for team hard which Given all the troubles they've had on and off track this season, it, it's moments like that that make it all worth it, isn't it? And it's good to see Bobby back in the sharp end of things.
1: <laughs> it was noticeable on the um, on the coverage that when he got back into the pit lane, that was a bigger cheer for him getting third than it was for Turkington eventually winning the
0: race. Yeah, but they've seen that like before. and yeah. They'll see it all again, you know. But yeah, a great effort by Bobby. It rewards all the work of Team Hard. I mean, you know, I have to bring a negative slant to everything. Yes. Can you imagine where they'd be if they got golf still?
1: Well, it, it's almost a, a replica of what happened last season with Goff at Brands because mm-hmm. he got that podium there as well, didn't he? He did.
0: So, but yeah, yeah, an outfit of Thompson. What could have been Goff, Taylor Smith, Taylor Smith, who's yeah, yeah, steady quick right on his day. Yeah, that's a hell of a combo. But It is. we'll give Powell time. In, in fair, we've not really mentioned Powell, so he stepped in for his first race this week, first races this weekend for the team did what he could in difficult conditions it's very difficult to really judge De- him anyway
1: definition of thrown in at the deep end Yes, in a car yes you've done a little bit of testing in but then you get thrown into those conditions at one of the most competitive circuits on the calendar Um yeah
0: he, he did what he needed to and stayed out of trouble Agreed. Right then, shall we move on to some driver grades once you've given us the final classification?
1: Yeah, so the final classification for race three of the weekend, Um, as we said, Turkington won it from Jake Hill from Bobby Thompson. Tom Ingram managed to somehow finish fourth, just like almost unsighted coming through the field, um, having an excellent weekend. Uh, Rory Butcher in fifth, Ash Sutton sixth, George Gamble seventh, Josh Cook managed to get back up to eighth from obviously the reverse grid twelfth. Um, Dan Lloyd finished tenth with Cammack. Uh, sorry, Dan Lloyd finished ninth with Camish and tenth. And then the top fifteen were completed by Shedden, Jackson, Jelly, Morgan, and Moffat. Just of note, Morgan came from the back of the field because of the the uh, issue he had,
0: um, which put him out of race two. So he made up fourteen positions. Yeah, great effort by Morgan. Race very nicely of Edwards as well. Uh, yeah, uh, again. Bad luck always seems to follow Morgan. But when he gets his break, he'll win the championship by round four and his Euro millions will come in at the same time because when his luck changes, it has got to change for the best.
1: Yeah, certainly has. Moving on then to the drive grades for the weekend.
0: So the scores on the doors then, starting off with Colin Turketon who had a very up and down weekend. Looks very promising from the Saturday.
1: 25th pole. Uh, of his BTCC career say it yeah I know it seems low I know it does seem low um, considering uh, how many races and how many titles he's won um, I don't I don't think I've ever seen him as a
0: great qualifier he's no, always solid. been a consistent racer and a solid qualifier I haven't seen like he's won the Wingfoot Award is running you talk mm. nonsense, boy. He's a fantastic qualifier. He's a solid qualifier. <laughs> Consistency is key. Absolutely. Um,
1: but, yeah, this weekend he had a, a little bit up and down, mainly to do with settings on the car, really.
0: Yeah. Um, but still managed to get his win. Yeah, got to give him a B. Hung around all day. Score points in all three races. If you want to win a title, that's what you've got to do. Certainly have. Uh, Jelly. Yeah. I predicted a win for Jelly, which didn't yeah, you, go well. you
1: completely scuppered his whole weekend, didn't you? Yeah. Um, apart from Apart from qualifying well...
0: I was so happy when you qualified there. Thinking, yeah, here you go, Hill and Turk uh, take Gervant to paddock hill. Jelly <laughs> leads the resistance on his own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: he was thinking that as well. Bearing yeah. in mind his interview after uh, after qualifying,
0: yeah, it, um, it didn't but work. It, it very much declined. Yeah, D for Jelly didn't capitalize on the position he was in. Nope. Hill has got a C. Look, he scored points, but there were two errors. Yep. And you can forgive one on a weekend. Two not so much if you want to win a title you can't be making that many errors uh, particularly when the people around you Sutton Turqueton your main rival Ingram are all behind you and he had pace this weekend oh he's a, hes going to have pace in that car all year yeah without a shadow of a doubt but when you're ahead of your main three title rivals you cannot afford to stuff that up no nope, not at all so it's got to be a C, C. Sutton also gets a C though. He, he recovered well he scored points well but it's just the Ash Sutton that we've been sort of Revelating about for a couple of seasons now. No, it's a simple answer.
1: No, it isn't, um, and I don't think the the possible chassis issues that they're having at the moment really help that
0: at all. No, again, there were some nice moves he pulled, but yeah, he's with now six races into the season. He's not won a race, and it's true he's not looked close to winning a race.
1: Hasn't had a? He's had one podium.
0: Uh, no, you're asking. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I no. put you on the
1: spot. Yeah, there. I put you on He the certainly spot. hasn't had a podium this weekend, which you. Predicted, didn't he? I you? did predict, um, and
0: he has not. He has as a podium. We got a second at Donington. Yeah,
1: one podium. It's it's not title
0: winning form, is it? Well, no. You consider that Ingram's had three, Cook's had three. Yeah, already Hills had two. Would have had three if he'd not been excluded. Yeah. You know, Shedden's already had two. Turpin's already had two. Yeah. Butch's already had one. Even Camish has had two. Yeah.
1: And he, he he's well off after his. Uh, opening
0: weekend quite talking he, of Camish B for him good weekend bounced back well uh, qualified the best out of the two cars raced really well all day as well
1: it's a shame they didn't mention that in, qu- in the commentary how he's bounced back
0: I did it beforehand I did fi- I did say that might be the case uh, go on go on no, no I was sorry. just huffing the fact no, okay. that I didn't get that point this weekend fine. we'll get on to that later well, we did see Harvey over there by the way he was oh, in, yes. in the Porsche paddocks unsurprisingly of course yeah <laughs> marching away uh, Osborne a D yeah look, he's in a good car he's competing in the Jack Sears I feel a little bit sorry for him because every time he's in the Jack Sears there's always a new driver in a really good car that's there yep. but equally you'd say the car's on a level with Bobby Thompson he's way off mm. on paper and yeah, he's yeah. way off Thompson on that score very much so it's a D. Fairly innocuous weekend.
1: It's not it's a good opening to the season for him, really. No.
0: Jackson fared a little bit better. Made up good progress. You know, yeah, raced well. Gets a C.
1: Nice score some points.
0: Yeah, Morgan would have gone for a B. Good quality. Good race 1. Doesn't start race 2 due to a problem that's not his own making and recovers well in race 3.
1: Yeah, he's unlucky um, because I think he would have done fairly well in race 2 and then
0: consequently probably even better in race 3. For Gamble, look, it was a bit of a tough weekend for him. Difficult conditions, new car, difficult series, you know, your debut season, etc. Didn't disgrace himself, but wasn't as strong as he was at Donington, so it's got to be a C. I
1: mean, the seventh in, in race three is competitive, looking yeah. at the drivers that he's in and around.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It's nothing to be ashamed of. No, this not weekend. at all. He just wasn't quite as strong as a Donington weekend. No. Gordon Shedden gets a C. He made a couple of mistakes, ran through the uh, gravel at Paddock Hill Bend, which cost him a couple of places. I don't think he's a title contender. He did okay. He certainly didn't have the pace that he no. showed
1: last time out at Donington. No. Um, and him, him and Robot on this weekend were a little bit underwhelming.
0: Yeah, Robot also Morski is a C that caught up in somebody else's accident in race one. Sorry, race two. You can't legislate for that particularly. Yeah. It affects your Difficult to really go from there, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Lloyd giving a C c2 Very steady Eddie in this team and in this car, which is good. He seems to have taken to the car really quickly. I think he'll get a couple of potions for the years out, if I'm honest with you. He's certainly looking strong and consistent.
1: And I think my prediction from the opening weekend will probably
0: ring true for the year that he'll finish Head of Chilton. I agree with you. Uh, Ingram gets an A. Doesn't win a race, but three top six finishes. No dramas at all in difficult conditions. Just got the job done, cleanly, quietly, did what he needed to do. Yeah. bank points.
1: in, In a car that is meant to be at the most disadvantage coming into the into yeah. the round as well. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, Chilton, it's a D. Race one was good. Oh well, solid. Race two arguably causes an avoidable incident. Yep. Race three goes from pole, has problems, comes out the pits, puts in the gravel and causes unnecessary safety car. Yeah, it's not a great weekend no, for Tom. It's not a good showing. Uh, Boutella C. You know, quiet weekend quiet weekend consistent weekend mm. doing okay needs to perhaps start racing a little bit more aggressively soon yeah the pack is in but a decent showing Chris we've made a difficult decision to give him a U raced mm. well in quali- went well in qualifying race one in race one not his instant race two puts him out puts the car out yeah He did come out and do grid girl duties for Hand though. Oh, did he? Yes. I missed that. Yeah. That's a shame.
1: (laughs) You imagine him in those uh, lycra outfits that they wear? It was was jeans. He did not put on. He did not don the lycra.
0: (laughs) But that's a fever game. I'll go be having tonight. Thanks for that.
1: Effectively, he hasn't raced in two of the three races this weekend, so I don't think it's fair to give him a grade.
0: Hand, we're giving a C to. Did race in three out of the. four events available to him. Qualified yeah. well. Race one was good. Race two a right off. Race three recovered fairly well. Yeah. Actually, I'm actually I've been quite surprised by how decent the Astros looked actually. It's not yeah. been, I thought it'd be by far the worst car on the grid and mm. it's not. No, not at all. So yeah, it's going quite well. Perhaps perhaps not having that big name means the pressure's off to a degree. Yeah uh, and that's not a disrespect to crease or hand, but it's not a Jason Plato. No. Perhaps that that takes the pressure off a little not bit not
1: under constant scrutiny because no, of it no
0: yeah uh, Cook is an A qualified well really good performance in race 1 lovely move on Turceton fairly dominant weekend yeah. for him race 2 pretty much untroubled I think another lap Camish might have got him Yeah. but if my auntie had Tesco should be my uncle so you know it, we can do what about you to the cows come home uh, Plato, his teammate D not a good weekend qualified badly couldn't return it around I said it before. I'll say it again. I'm shocked he didn't take this the gamble.
1: <laughs> His weekend was summed up with that going off in race
0: three. Yeah, it just wasn't wasn't particularly good. Ed was given a B to, you know, For really points. Good points the second time in her touring car career. Yep. took them well. She'll raced well. Very happy with this weekend, I think. Especially she, in difficult conditions. And she was there or thereabouts of points in race three as well. She was just the yeah. wettest of the lot. I mean, she got a pass ultimately by Moffat and. Uh, morgan who both have that more experience yeah in these conditions and in in the sport so no problem there at all uh bobby thompson a b podium baby yeah he's loving it isn't he yeah yeah we
1: we we thought he would be quick coming back in seeing how he performed in the minis towards the end of last year and that final race showed why he's back in the touring
0: cars because he has that genuine racecraft. yeah there's a future head of him in this sport that's absolutely without a shadow of a doubt Taylor Smith D a little bit off the pace for weekend mm. I mean consistently there or there bouncing the points playing places but just not where he needs to be
1: no he'd like to be pushing for top 10s more than top 15s
0: Hamilton I'm going to give a C too so this weekend he was racing with a brand new piece of kit which is uh, a braking device to assist him with braking because i is. with as I say, with his disabilities, there are uh, limitations. limitations to what he can do in a car setup, up quote, in the normal manner. Mm. So, adaptions have to be made for him to be able to race, and he's currently developing a... Is it a servo? code?
1: Yeah, it's a brake servo, um, servo, which
0: you'll normally find on like classic cars
1: and stuff like that, where they just aid the amount of pressure that you're able to put onto a, a brake disc, basically. Yeah. Um, and so been able to develop that for him obviously we know that the strength in his legs is nowhere near that of his competitors um because of his disability so developing this system should hopefully get him up to the sort of like same amount of feel and ability to be able to make those later moves or break later into corners which
0: eventually should hopefully give him more speed and also helps pave the way for others in the in the motorsport world which is always a good thing and to be fair to him he made a really nice move on Parfit in Paddock Hill Bend this yeah. weekend that the TV carriers didn't pick Another up. Another one that they missed, yeah. yeah. But it was a really nicely set up late break move. Yeah. Yeah, he raced well this weekend in difficult conditions mm-hmm. that he finished all three races. I was going to
1: say, he didn't have instant,
0: did he? No, no incidents, which is always a good thing in touring cars. Yep. So, yeah, a C for him. Uh, moving on to the Laser Tool Boys. Moffat, a C. Got caught up in a couple of instances but did manage to score points. Yeah. Patterson, a D little bit behind his teammate difficult conditions you can't really expect much more us as I said earlier that car doesn't look at all happy to be honest with you Parfit we've got a D he had hybrid issues throughout the day obviously he's still so far behind in the development of this car
1: what did you say he, he had to retire from the final race because his
0: windscreen wiper was stopped as well that was the suggestion going around trackside um, however whether that's true or not is another matter okay yeah fair enough <laughs> Uh then we've got Roy Butcher.
1: Yeah, he uh takes home a B this weekend. It was uh like Jekyll and Hyde in places. If that tire call cool in the first race had paid off, he could have quite easily won it, as we've already said. Um but then also he made a little mistake towards the end of that race, which means that he lost a few more places than he could have had. Um but overall throughout the weekend, constantly inside the top ten and just what he needs really. Um for the for the season going ahead. Uh moving on to Collard, his teammate. An underwhelming weekend
0: from him from my point yeah. of view. Well I because you predict him to get points in all three races.
1: Yes I know, and he didn't score a single point all weekend. Um so we've given him a D this weekend. Yeah. Um just just wasn't quite there really. No, um, he wasn't. And then Will Powell, um un- ungraded for this weekend. What we can expect from a driver coming into the series for the first time in those kind of conditions, <laughs> a trap like Brands, is just he kept it out of trouble and that was all he needed to really do this weekend. Fair play for me having a go on the sticks. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. Fair play. Yeah, it was. Obviously coming in at the uh, end of the formation lap for the first race
0: and yeah. uh, giving it a go. Fair play. But yeah, yeah. yeah it is. The only thing you might say is that he potentially got in the way of. Was it Cook and Camish coming through on the final lap of the race? But what can you do? It's a short track. There's going to be traffic. Yeah, I say get in the way. He didn't really get in the way. Cook flashed him, and you know, yeah,
1: just to let him know it's coming, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm interested what he can do in the future, pal. Um, but yeah, it's difficult to really grade him on this weekend. Yep. Right. Should we move on to our award? Uh, no, actually, we'll do a we'll do a general prediction upgrade update, and then yep, finish sure. on the award. So. Uh, I took two points to one this weekend, so it yes. brings us a little bit closer, you obviously now take yourself to four, which puts me to three. Yeah, so I got
1: one correct this weekend, which was the Jack Sears winner, being George Gamble, despite yep. Thompson's um, obviously podium, um,
0: I think Gamble still finished second
1: in the Jack Sears yep. for that race, which means meant that he took that. For the weekend.
0: Yep, annoyingly. I had a race winner in Cook and I had no purging for Sutton. Which, and if Camish had just made that move out uh, of I could have got to level the score. Neither of us. Oh, I had Camish as well, though. Oh, you did, actually, to be fair. So. Yeah, yeah wasted everyone's time. Uh, no score on the bingo. <laughs> I was going to say, talking about wasting everyone's time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I, I think I might use the term car and track <laughs> and gravel next time to try and get some points. <laughs> no, I yeah. don't mind like to call it circuit vehicle <laughs> <laughs> sand.
1: They um they weren't really on form this weekend were they? They, right, chaotic, they came out with some strange sayings and stuff like that um and some really unusual comments but yeah nothing, That's the nothing chaos. that we thought there would be.
0: No, the chaos. Right, so we move on to our awards for the weekend.
1: Right then, who is I think we agree on driver of the day, don't we? It's fairly obvious for this weekend. Has it's to be cook oh, Has to be it. cook. <laughs> cook. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, two two wins, led pretty much all the laps in those races. Um, race and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he was just
0: a, a level above yes, this weekend. If you're going to be slightly critical, you could say slightly disappointed of race three. Yes, it was a good points. So we didn't make a great. Deal. Well, he made up four positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair did talking, what he needed yeah, to. Yeah, talking nonsense, that's fair enough. Yeah, you normally do.
1: Um, something else we agree on, though... I talk it, nonsense? Yeah. Is the villain of the day. Uh, yes. Tom Chilton. Yeah. Possibly for causing that incident in race two. And certainly then, involved, nothing else. Certainly involved, yes. Um, and then the, the calamity that was race three, where it could have gone so much better for him if he'd have driven properly...
0: Properly is a harsh term, yeah, but I suppose it just looked like he'd forgotten to defend. He looked like Everton. He looked like he'd forgotten to defend. Thanks.
1: Thanks, mate. Lovely. I mean, you didn't have to bring that in so close to the end of the season.
0: I, I absolutely did. No, you didn't. Right. I absolutely. <laughs> did. <laughs> but, but yeah, it just looked like he didn't know how to or didn't want to or mm. didn't fight. I was going to, yeah, lost the fight before it even happened. Yeah, and even after he got past him, he didn't try and sort of make it difficult by breaking late into paddock or sticking himself down the inside, you know, just
1: just seemed quite passive and it was a bit meh. And then to
0: come back out of the pits and then
1: slide off into the gravel just summed it up really, didn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it wasn't a good weekend on the whole. No,
1: know, not it, at yeah. all. Um, moving on to the surprises of the weekend. Surprise, good
0: for you. I'm going Edwards. That she did really well. She scored points, but she was also racing really well in those three races. Yeah. You know she was, uh, round the point scoring places. She didn't get the points by quote default. She you no. know really worked well from the finished comfortably in the points playing places. Would have got points in race three had it not been for Moffat and uh, Morgan. Morgan getting her towards the end. But she raced really well, no, no incidents at all. You know, picked her battles, had to pass cars to get the points as well. You yep. know, so a really solid weekend, which I wasn't necessarily expecting, particularly when the rain came down as well.
1: Yes, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on that one. I mean, um, the time is my uh, my surprise good of the weekend was Camish. Yeah. Um, that the, the bounce back that they've had, especially with the team possibly carrying chassis issues and not being able to set the car up as they might like. He's taken two podiums out of this weekend, um, which as we've said, that's already more than Sutton this season yep. now, um, and does it catapult him back into the championship race? No. I'm not sure, but it's certainly a very strong weekend for him,
0: um, stronger than I was expecting. Is it perhaps too early to say that he's got to grips with the car quicker? Experience mm. front-wheel drive, is this with the problems coming in?
1: Possibly. Possibly. I think next time out at Thruxton, we'll we'll see um, because of how much of a, a commitment circuit it is. Yep. Um, we'll see whether those uh, drivers in their new cars for this season have actually learnt them.
0: Do you think he's back in the Championship Hunt? I mean, I know it's early, but I'm going to say no. I, I can't see a weekend, and please God, don't let me jinx this. But <laughs> I can't see a weekend where Ingram has such a bad weekend as Camish had at Donington. I just don't see yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. He's got to make up 50 points or... Okay, 49 points already. I just don't see Ingram dropping those points.
1: No, nor do I. Unless it comes down to mechanical issues. Yeah. Um, It's very unlikely that he's going to race badly. Um, And I think he's in the position and the experience now where he understands what it takes. And I think he's been in that sort of position for the last couple of years. But he hasn't quite had the car
0: that he needs I know it's early days as well but I'm kind of already seeing parallels to last season that everyone else is going to take points off each other mm. like they did last year with Sutton a lot of race winners a lot of yep. mixed podiums Turkey finishing oddly in places and yeah. well in others as long as he keeps this sort of consistency going I mean he's not finished outside the top five yet no no that's <laughs> mad isn't it this kind of consistency will win you a title yeah. and I just don't see I know it's early but I just don't see how the gap can be bridged now by Kamish which is crazy how early we're into the season, but I just don't see it.
1: Yeah, very much so. And your
0: surprise, uh, bad of the weekend.
1: Uh, For me, it has to be Jelly. Uh, We know how much he enjoys racing at Brands, and when everything sort of came up rosy on the Saturday for him, I thought, oh, God, I'm in trouble here, because is going to get a point for a race winner. And then it all kind of fell apart, which... Yes, it didn't go well for the other BMWs, but they were
0: far ahead of him, um, it, which I couldn't understand really. No, whether it's set up issue or mistake or yeah, it's difficult to tell, but yeah, I can understand that. I, I've gone Plato just because you know the car goes well here, mm. evidenced by Cook, yep. evidenced by Edwards driving to her level as well and getting the points. Yeah. Cook winning two races. Almost a little absent he was this weekend. Just.
1: You remember Snetterton last year yeah.
0: where he almost didn't realise he was there? You know, I, I don't want it to go him to go out of a whimper. Because I think he deserves more than that. Mm. But I do wonder if the time to have called it a day. even a year ship, or two ago. That ship sailed. Yeah, yeah, Has already sailed. I don't know. No, I understand that. But uh, this is a good chance to capitalise at a track where real drive isn't necessarily as strong as it is at other places. Now, Thruxton next is the big. For me, Tess, he could quite easily bounce back there score a podium or two and you know turn the dams into believers but I think that's a huge circuit for him now yep, particularly same. as that's two fairly meh weekends on the bounce
1: maybe he's not learning the car quick enough which we mentioned earlier
0: yeah, which is understandable to a point if that is true but yeah, it's difficult to it's difficult to see it being turned round, again I know it's early I don't want to go too soon but like you can already see the strides Cook's making. Edwards is a far better driver this year than she was last year. Yep. Plato's about where he was last year, in a better car. Well, the the thing for me
1: is comparing to Proctor, last year. Yes. Proctor looked racy it as for yep. the eight eight rounds of the nine that he competed in, um, and that first round back at Sneston he was yeah okay first time back in the car. Um so yeah, that that's really where I'm looking at the comparison and going Yeah, have they made the right decision?
0: Well I think they have a from of a, of a backing point of view yes. and unsurprisingly again, in the pit they walk about, who had the longest line? It was Jason Plato. Mm-hmm. You know. And the biggest um <laughs>
1: hospitality unit. <laughs> that's that looks ridiculous mega, this to season, yeah. isn't it? Looks mega. But. Anyway, that was Brands. Um it was. Trucks the next, <laughs> your favourite circuit coming up. We're next. going twice. Yeah, as we pretty much always do now. We're not going. Um, no, we're not. Um, I must state that we're not not going. Um, too far and not really worth it. Although there will be some extra viewing banks there this year. Whether that makes it any better, I don't know. But your your the blank expression on your face is probably telling
0: me no. To be fair, if Fruxton rains like it did last year, mm. then it is a hell of a circuit. Yes, it is. It's fast. The drivers love it. For me, it's not a great spectator circuit. But who knows? With the new system, new... I think Ballast, that's probably the track that Ballast kills you the most at. Yep. And it's not here anymore. So mm. that's... Maybe it's a new era. Maybe it is. Open mind. Let's see. We hope you enjoyed your weekend, either at Brands or watching it on
1: the telly. Or playing golf. Yeah, or playing golf. We don't need to get into that again. Um, and we'd love to hear who your drivers of the day were, your villains, your surprises as well. Your handicap. <sighs> really? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll be back again for Thruxton in a couple of weeks. Indeed. Bye for now. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcasts for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast, and you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at